shit. This ain't a dream, we really live this shit. Don't intervene, yo, we with this shit. That's where the most high, we the most live. Hey, hey, we are back with Act 3. We are doing the silver screen breakdown. On yes, we are. 90s classic Bill and Ted's bogus journey. I'm one of your hosts, Alex. I go by the fantasy football hustler. I am death himself. <laughs> okay, he's death himself. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. You get a little pause there. Why not? Stunned. Why not? Pines coming at you from LA. And our special movie special podcast, man. Station. Station. I'll say that again. Last time on Silver hold Screen on, Breakdown. On, Hold on. Say it again, Corey. Corey from Big Dumb Movie Podcast. Station. Station. Go ahead, ahead, Bogey. Last time on Silver Screen Breakdown. Our guys, Bill and Ted, they've made it. They've been all over the world. They've been to the afterlife. They've been and back, literally. Literally to hell and heaven and all the way back. They have made it back with Station. Station and the for, for all the Frenchmen out there, and they are on a mission to build. and our Canadian Frenches as well. They are on a mission right Station now on. to build two good robot buses, and it is Death Station, Bill and Ted. They're on the mission now. Corey, take us, take us from there. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 take a look, Bogey. He's not below you. He'll be back in a second. Oh shit! <laughs> I got the sun like in my eyes right now. Can you? Is it? Is it crazy? Like it literally happened in the last ten seconds. There's a little bit of a glare. Not too bad though. Not too bad. It's right in my shit. And Kidda said the Grim Reaper is a classic symbol of. Oh, hold on. Let me bring it back. Corey, bring us up to speed. Yeah, guys. This is Corey. Hold on. I'm totally not. I can't even do this. <laughs> I tried. I mean, for the audio version, right? And uh, it's funny, bringing it back up. The best of three, best of five, best of seven. That's right. The Reaper. That's why nobody beats the Reaper. The best of the best of the best, sir. With with honors. So now we got Bill and Ted. We got the evil Bill and Ted. They're going over to Missy's house and they're going to trap the princesses. And because they already said that they are going to kill them at the Battle of the Bands at the finale of their performance. What happens next, Corey? The the heroes, the real Bill and Ted, they have to get started on creating the good robot uses, as they call them. And to do that, they, they've enlisted Station, these little dark crystal puppets, as Nelson put them. I talked about the special effects in this movie. I think they're really great, including this like puppet effect, especially when Station becomes one being and they merge into each other and they become like this gelatinous blob of hairy goo. All these practical effects are really amazing and are just like a product of a bygone era. This would have just been CGI nowadays. And I know it's really common to say that, but it's true. Station looks awesome. They form into one being, they go shopping, they get a bunch of parts, how they got the money. I don't know. Only Station can build two robots in the amount of time it takes to drive to the Battle of the Bands. That's why they got him. <coughs> I'm assuming that they found a builder's emporium that was like somewhere close to where they were. 
So it was like a little bit of a trip. But the one part that I really is right after they go to, after they start getting everything built, like death is very petty. He's like, they're, they're, congr- they're congratulating the nation on helping out. And death is, what about me? Don't forget me. I pushed the cart. Hold on, bro. Speaking on behalf of death, I'm like, bro, duh. I, I had some involvement in it. Like, I didn't just be late to the show. And they painted the wigs. Interrupt everyone on the show and spew out loud thoughts, like thinking out loud. I actually pushed the cart. <laughs> He's very petty. Like that, that was, I mean, he's just got a big ego. That's what it is. He's got to be the man. He's really funny. Am I not death? It was, he was death, not fuck station. Just come on, man. (laughs) He took the station though. I pushed the cart. Okay, dude. Okay, death. I painted the wigs. (laughs) Yeah, that's William Sadler. And he's just like amazing in everything, but including this role. William Sadler, of course, famous from Shawshank, right? He was a Haywood. Mm. Oh, yeah. He's from Shank, bro. I was trying to play Damn, some- give him a double. Give him the first ever double ding. <laughs> yeah, that's deserving. That is deserving. I was trying to figure that out. Yeah, Damn, that was the first ever double ding, bro. I need to get one, bro. Corey, what do you also, think? Also, near the end where it... Okay, I know I, I'll ask you later, but... I think Sadler played another character in this film. Correct me if I'm wrong. We can talk about it later. I'll tell you. When we get to I'm going to ask you if that was him. Okay. Something that I noticed. A couple at it sitting at a table. The That's him without call. the makeup of, of the Grim Reaper. Ooh, okay. All right. Check it All out. Right. We'll hold that see. thought then. All right. We get ready to hold that ding. I get a ding for this. Our man, core, our man core. Hardcore. That's what I'm going to call him now. Hardcore. Hardcore Holly. When it comes to these movies, he's hardcore. Hardcore oh, Holly. Hardcore, hardcore Holly. Early what an esoteric crazy. WWE reference from the 90s. Man, come it. on. That's all I do. I'm, multi, I'm multi-layered with all my references. You got Alex with a DX shirt, and you got Nelson talking about Hardcore Holly. I love it. I almost <laughs> wore my I almost wore my Austin 316 today, but I was like, fuck it. One more 90s in the motherfucking... Zitatang? <laughs> So my pianos are glowing, Bogey. Look, they're glowing. Yeah. Hey, that's that <laughs> woo. That's that woo. <laughs> while they're in the builders, while they're in the builders emporium, uh, Bill is making calls. They're trying to find the princesses, and they can't find them anywhere. So they call Missy to see if they went over there. And of course, it is Evil Bill who answers. And the part that I always thought was funny when he was like, oh yeah, we're ready for you. And then like it cuts to the evil ones and then nobody could see him. Everyone is knocked out over there, but they still do the fake little shaking thing <laughs> to mock them. They <laughs> do something that's just for each other, right? Exactly. <laughs> but see, but isn't that what they do all the time anyway? It's yeah. really for them too. Oh yeah. The, the fucking mushroom epiphany. But that's Here it is. That's why the movie is all about the culmination of a brotherhood. <laughs> For sure. Two twin. They're basically non-fraternal twins, not even p- paternal at all. They're like. <laughs> that's why Denomalos. He was like, I hate them. I hate the robot version of them. <laughs> yeah. You hate them. Any rendition of them. <laughs> so don't hate us. You created us, dude. <laughs> Mind blown. And now they're making their way to the Battle of the Bands and Station's creation, along with Death's help with the wigs and everything. 
he uh, they create stations creation the good robot s's stations most bodacious creation it's funny how ted even has to ask whoa that's me right yeah he's like such a nitwit he's not sharp at all (laughs) the one is clearly bill he's got the hat just like him they're not the green sharp (laughs) at all but those animatronics are sick as fuck they look amazing and yeah. they're like a, a perfectly like early 90s like robot look, right? I am actually, fun fact, I am actually animatronic. <laughs> it all makes sense. Fucking now. amazing, yeah. isn't it? Like <laughs> technology these days. Are you the evil? Are you the evil Bogart, Scott Free? Nobody fucking knows. It's all subjective. <laughs> Bogey yeah. GBT. Corey, no, no, no. Okay. What, do you, what do you think? What is your? What do you think the reason? Why oh yeah, that's why we're doing a podcast. What do you, Corey? What do you think the reason is that Station has to? He goes from the two guys to the one. What's the whole reasoning behind that? What do you think? I think they there was a, someone in their special effects department that really wanted to showcase that gelatinous glob of goo. They had a good effect and they wanted to use it. No, but in terms of story, I don't really know. Maybe it's just easier to have the one dude in the van, like, rapidly working on things. And they from? can do things that we can't do. Did they ever say where they were from? No, but they no. do call them Martians. Martians, so they're from Mars. Are you guys aware of the Mars and Earth correla- correlations that, like, that there's the men are from Mars and then women are from Venus type mm-hmm. of shit? And then yeah. there's the left and right side of the brain. Like, I'll send you down a whole entire rabbit hole. You got to look it up. Legend of Atlantis. Talk all about it. Yeah, because maybe it had to be for like the camera. I guess they only have the one guy on screen. They're going back and forth between him and death and they're working. But yeah, wouldn't wouldn't four hands be a little bit better than two? That, that was the only thing that I thought. But maybe it was like their brains were combining or something like that. And it was like when the powers combine, just these two. Yeah. Amazing. I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't realize that until you guys brought it up right now. I'm a fucking idiot. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> That's all right. You're you're just very innocent. Everybody, I am the naive, endearing dumbass. That's why they love me. The coolest thing about all this was was their controllers, though. The huge ass controllers. These programmed just the way we asked. Yeah. <laughs> He's uh, right. He nailed it. <laughs> fucking up. And uh, I wonder why Bill thought it would be a compliment. And you got a totally huge Martian butt. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, there was a lot of going on. Melvins and stuff and butts. The butt I jokes mean... were perfect for me as a kid, right? I used to say when I was a kid, silk comes from the butts of Chinese worms, which is like true. a Colonel Oates quote. It doesn't yeah, need to that. be in the movie at all, but I thought it was so funny as a kid. No, it's true, though. He says, you still, yeah, I got it ready now. You silky boy, silk comes from the but shout out worms. I will eat you up like the warm butter cakes that you are. Yeah. All right, Corey. We've come a very far way. If we're talking about now, this is two Bill and Ted movies in here. They're at this place where they're supposed to give this ultimate speech and have this ultimate performance. But the first they gotta get past the two evil robot us's. The good robot us's are so fucking badass and strong that they just decimate the evil versions of Bill and Ted like instantly. Like they just fuck them up. Like they walk in, they pop their heads off, and then they give them a gut punch, which causes them to explode. 
really cool effects in all of this, by the way. But I like the idea that like Station is like such an amazing scientist that he can make these robots with like scraps from fucking home goods or whatever. And they completely destroy the evil ones. Not even not even a fight. Why, why are the evil robots such pussies? Like they weren't even ready to fight. It's like they're just coming really fast. And, oh, looks like we've met our match, Evil Ted. <laughs> and they just stand there, get punched in the face and punched in the gut. And it's like they were ready to go. They were done. Since I guess they're like evil versions of Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted aren't like fighters, like by nature. They're right. not like combative. They're like they did murder Bill and Ted, but there wasn't that much physicality involved. They just dragged them up because they're stronger than them. But yeah, I do the idea that the good ones are like way stronger. It's just fun. And they look way fucking cooler. Like I noticed that, so I was gonna say real quick that Bill took care of Ted and Ted took care of Bill. You notice that? They can't self terminate each other. They had to go with the other guy. <laughs> they did? Or are you just making that out? I'm just making that up cool, but yeah, you can't. Evil robot Ted can or good robot Ted can take out evil robot Ted. But he's taking out his best friend though. <laughs> yeah, but that's better than taking out yourself they had it that oh, way in the true. beginning when the evil ones killed the good ones it, they yeah. had, it was for the purpose of the effect because you yeah. can't have the same actor holding themselves but you can have them side by side and then you can film it twice so i think they just did it to line up with what they set up earlier and it's like nobody here like even when we go back to when the good bill and ted die they didn't put up too much of a fight either no they got pushed off the cliff they pretty much got grabbed and just taken up there and the little dudes, we love you. That was pretty much them putting up a fight. And then I guess it is they have the same personality, even with the evil robotesses, because they just knew that those robots were going to be stronger than them. We've met our match, evil Ted. Kudos to you dudes. <laughs> even on the way out, they're still just living it. Yeah, they maintain like that perfect like Bill and Ted character, even on the brink of death. Never ends never ends and uh yeah this is where it gets crazy when we get the boot finally coming back and the now boobs. it's denomalos oh never mind. yeah at the end go ahead Corey. you want to give us the breakdown yeah the guy that's been pulling the strings all along the guy who sent the evil robot us is is denomalos he's the one that wants to change the future he finally shows up it's like the boss at the end of a video game right you got to take out the henchman then you got to take out the boss. Okay, give me a boss. Give me a '90s video game boss that you'll compare him to. Is he King mind, Cooper? My mind goes to Streets of Rage, but I don't know the boss. Streets of Rage. Oh, that's a good game, bro. That's the Genesis. Sick game, dude. <laughs> that's a good game. I like. I, you know what's crazy is I was okay. You're gonna love this. I never really fucked with the first one, but Streets of Rage Part Two, where they had Blaze. With the blades, or blaze the chick, and then they had the other dude with the blade, the rollerblades. Axel, or there was Axel, Blaze, and then the dude with the rollerblades, the black dude. Yeah, I don't remember his name. He's like the kid, right? You can yeah, like which was totally unrealistic because I don't ever, I never seen a black person on rollerblades per se. You know what I mean? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I from. got a pair. <laughs> oh no, I had a pair. You had a bear. Okay. All right. It, it was that. Then we're going. It was PC. Let's go. down to Venice Beach. Yeah. Analytically correct. Yes. 
So we got Denomalos. He's made it to the Battle of the Bands. And now we get the we get the crazy phone booth action where they don't actually use the booth. They just say, okay, so after all this happens, we use the booth. We go back. We do this. We do that. What do you, what, what do you think about that, Corey? Saying that they're going to do these things. That's a carryover from the first one, obviously. A callback? It is. Does it make sense? Probably not, but that's fine. It's something they do in the first movie, and they get to do that, right? Bill and Ted, they have access at some point to the phone booth to time travel, so they can really go back and do whatever. And so in this that's case, like fan, what do they call that? Fan, when they favor, when they like appease the fans, what do they call that? I think the word you're looking for is fan service, but it's, fan more, like, service. Thank it's you. more like Give plot ding. armor Give than fan service. The unprecedented double ding twice today. <laughs> yeah so that would you call that fan service i'd say like they more have plot armor. General, like callbacks in general because you could argue for my bad this is me thinking out loud again on the shroomage but i'd be getting mad sometimes when they just they're like you know what we have no creativity let's just do it exactly the same again or like callbacks hey, you know what call it Fan service. <laughs> and so nope. we only, so uh, they, because they know that they're going to win, they're the ones that they're, they're the ones who said they can go back because he comes out with a gun and he says, okay, we're going to go back and we're going to get like a sandbag and like a cage. And then he gets trapped. And this is where it really gets scientifical. Because now. He said two of us can play the time travel game. <laughs> After I vanquish you, I'm going to use the booth and I'm going to go back and get this key. Ooh. And this other gun. Scientific. <laughs> but Bill and Ted don't look phased at that point. They're looking at you, mm. smiling. And then we get. You need to say they have the same look they always have. <laughs> they definitely did. They were not shook. At this point, he pulls the trigger and it pops out Wild Stallion. Wild, wild Stallion! <laughs> we set up the key and we set up the gun. Only the winners are going to be able to go back. Pretty cool. And then the cops come in. Like this, that's my biggest beef, I think, with the okay. movie. Is there's no, this was a pretty easy type of thing for them to be able to vanquish. One of the biggest, I don't even know what he is. One of the biggest henchmen of the 20, what would that be? Of the 27th century? I don't know, man. Well, one of the things I like about this movie, I don't know if I that think it's, like, correct. it's like a funny, subtle joke, is that Denomalos okay. is like the big bad, right? He's the big evil guy. But when they ask Rufus, who was that guy? And he goes, oh, he was my former gym teacher. <laughs> and the sit-up champion of the 27th century. Like, he was a nobody. Because at the very beginning, Rufus is like, Denomalos, my old teacher. And you're like, oh, yeah, shit, hey. this guy is badass. But my no, he was just a gym one. My old, my, my first. My old you know where they get that archetype from? It's like the Wizard of Oz, right? You got the, once you see Oz, he's like some little man behind a curtain. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Hey, look how fast the sun went away. And they said that about Jesus too. Oh yeah, Jesus. Yeah, he was a carpenter just down the street. He was a mushroom. Miracles? What are you talking about? The guy's a carpenter. 
I knew that guy. He was a mushroom. Bro, I, I know Jesus, bro. He was clearly a mushroom. He plays dodgeball. He taught us how to play dodgeball. He rules. Now he rules the world. Evil. I guess the thing, if Denomalos is so crazy, Dude, like, how come he doesn't have a, If he's so crazy, how come he doesn't have his own way to, like, time travel? Why does he need to steal the booth for Evil Bill and Ted to go back? I think that's... Denominos. He's a denomination. He's just one of... He's just... He's a currency. He's a number. He's not significant at all. But all numbers trying to be. All, all these right. like, we, can exactly. to, we can go back to a movie. Ding, ding. <laughs> we can go back to a movie like Time Cop, where it makes no sense why the evil henchman also has the same technology that the police have to be able to go back to time. But yet he does, and it's even more advanced than the police. I feel like that was a weak hole in in this movie. Is Denomalo should have had his own way to travel back through time. She's not that smart, man. Peace out, Hurst. Quanzu dudes. Quanzu dudes. Quanzu dudes. What does that mean? Like free beer? Of course, the the cops are just right there to to capture Denomalos. What are they going to do? He's got no ID. They're not going to know who he is. How are they going to charge this guy? They don't because he gets but, out but, and he marries Missy. But it goes yeah. back to them being possessed, though. When they were possessed, we have to arrest the guy. <laughs> it was all the guys who were around him. So, what were you guys talking about? You're talking about your son and like some babes. Like, <laughs> yeah, no fucking idea, man. <laughs> that must have been a real funny conversation when they go back and all the officers like, "What just happened, guys? What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, and it just came from getting clown, marrying clown on him. Hey, yeah, your son. I heard your son is in the competition. Gonna be in the battle. For reminding man, me, huh? Sergeant. so i got the classic scene here to take us on home cue it now that they've gotten rid of denomalos they have their epiphany oh this is their spot denomalos he he got all the cameras from around the world to get right to the battle of the band so everyone is watching this moment and of course bill and ted remember they don't know how to play they fucking suck and <laughs> so at least they do the smart thing. They use the booth. They go back in time to have an intense 16-month training. And nice. I don't know what happened, but one of the things I always thought was funny is like, what is Ted wearing? He has he's wearing like a baseball, like catchers, like chest protector. Or like it's, it's, it's one of them futuristic bulletproof vests, bro, where they hit you with in the heart, bro, and they take your talent. It's got to be it's some future like shit, bro, because he's got it blocked. Don't question it. And and Bill, he didn't. He does not cut his beard in those entire sixteen months. Never. And he grew out the grizzliest of grizzly beards. Let's go. And before we before just I like his forefathers intended. Before I pull this up, Corey, you want to give us a little backstory into the song? Kiss wrote one good song, and we hear it in this movie. God gave rock. They might have wrote one and a half good songs, but continue. (laughs) Okay. Maybe we can debate that one later on. (laughs) Come on. They had a half good song. When Bill and Ted return, they have to do two things. They have to give a speech, and they have to perform a song. 
And they do both of those now being broadcast to the entire world because that's what Denomalos did. He set up the cameras to broadcast the entire world, which I think is it's really good for the lore because he actually facilitated Bill and Ted's ascent into being like deities among the future society. Oh, shit. Hold on. Tell him what deities means. <laughs> well, maybe like a godlike figure, oh, right? Like worshipped at least. <laughs> yes. And uh, so, I or a mushroom have, in the I, case of bogey. I don't have their speech queued up here. They're bogeys. But uh, do you remember what the what their speech was, Corey? Let's see. We've seen the future. We've what? seen the past. What? We've been all around the afterlife. What? But the best place to be is here, and the best time to be is now. What? And all we can say is, let's rock. What? Everybody, make sure you hit that like and subscribe. Silver Screen Breakdown. Make sure you check out my man, Corey, on the Big Gummy Podcast. Big Gummy Movie Podcast. Give me money. Set were y'all when they didn't win the competition? <laughs> yeah, Jack Black won with his school of kids. They didn't win. The other movie. See that that part where the guy's going quite good, quite good. That's Sadler, is it not? It is absolutely. It is. Oh, yeah, give him a ding. Oh, hold on. Nelson gets the double ding. Ding, 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 ding. What'd you think of the music at the end? Nelson, because this was your first time seeing the movie. It was better than what was in the earlier of the part of the film. It was better. <laughs> it was okay. Question, it was, it was palatable. You were just playing strumming guitar. It was really I was feeling it. Huh? Were you cool. it right there? Was that? I was feeling it right there. Were you feeling it? They're hitting the guitar solos, man. Right? I'm like, damn. Okay, let me ask something else again. <laughs> See, I was telling Hus, right? I was like, Man, I wish I would have really seen this one when I was a wee tyke, like I saw the original. Because then, like, no matter what, I would have loved it. And I came into tonight, like, yo, this movie was really fucking stupid. But, like, 
I would laugh because of how stupid it was. And I really loved it because of it. You know what I mean? And then I remember how much I loved the original when I was a dumbass young kid, you know what I'm saying? Where it couldn't do no wrong. And then immediately it fit into that category. Like this couldn't even do no wrong. But then also it, it definitely helps when our man, the Corey, you know what? Can I call you Cody? <laughs> we need a code man. He's the code man. He's the code man. My man, the code man started breaking it down, bro. Like it made me really appreciate this movie even more, bro. <laughs> That's yeah, cool. Corey, you did a great job bringing it down, man. You and Alex. So the rating system that we use around here, it's all based on the old school video. Around store. here. You either you buy the movie, it's a five-day rental, it's a two-day rental. Which means, eh, same day rental means it fucking sucked. So, Bogey, what was your rating before the show and then after? Oh, I'm not even watching it at all, bro. Not even renting it. Nothing. <laughs> so, zero? You're not even renting it? No, no, As you said before. Yeah. Yeah, because I love the allure of the first one. Like, it's so poetic that our man, the code man, busted out. In the beginning of this of of uh, episode one of this series, right? Of uh, what do we call that? Act one. Act one. There you go. Correct me. Thank you. Act one. He was like, "Bro, I love sequels. I hate them. They really got to be good. I'm that guy." So this was really dope because it brought me around. I'm gonna fuck the rank. If you were to ask me on the rankings. Like of this joint, like of our rankings on the show, I won't even rent this shit. But on a scale of one to ten, I'm gonna give it a six point nine. Sixty-nine, dudes. Yeah. All right, Nelson. Okay, what's the bottom two ratings again? So he's not about to give us the bottom two. I just need that, uh, to revisit the bottom two. Day rental, and like, yeah, same day rental. That's a big thumbs down. Oh shit, that's hilarious. Same day rental, or what's the two day? Can I yeah, watch it in the theater and demand my money back? Those are the secretly. Oh, hold on, Bogey. What, what, what's the two day? Sorry. Two day rent, two day rental, and same day rental. Those are the bottom two. Okay, what's the difference between the two though? I, okay, I know the first, the same day. day. Kind of, eh, like, like, still, you don't really like it. You but, have to return it the same. You have to return it the same day. Is yeah, that the two day rental or the one day rental? One day rental means you really don't like it. Same day rental, one day rental means you hated it and you took it. Yeah, back because clearly it's twenty four hours. You don't have to return it till the next day. But the fact that you don't like it so much that you have oh, okay. to return yeah, it, get it out of that, your right. possession right away. And the two day rental. And that's kind of like, eh, it's not horrible, but not so much of a fan. Alex, I'll take the two-day rental. Oh, the two-day rental. You're so nice. <laughs> no, no, I'm an ass. The top two weren't even thought about. They weren't even considered, man. God made rock and roll, baby. I did see this movie when I was a wee tyke. And I did watch this movie like 100, 200, 300 times while it was on cable as a kid so of course i already own this movie that's how i watched it on dvd so this one yeah is there any cool dvd trinkets you could hit us with nah because I, mean, I bought these dvds so long ago it's like when the special yeah that's right like, hold on wait alex okay hold on alex here's what we got to do i think you own a oh lot my of God. movies you own a lot of movies yeah i think you got i think you got to say 
because it's almost I won't say you're it's an album. Well, he loves that movie like it's shit. It's gonna be more of a multi-dimensional rating for you. So would you reown it? I think you gotta say. Would you oh, buy yeah. it again on the same status, even though whether you own it or not already? I watched this. Would movie you still like, own it? Would you movie. buy the Blu-ray version of it? I watched this movie like five times this week. Okay, I love this movie. <laughs> Because, because maybe you own a movie that you don't like that much, and maybe it's like all the lyrics to the song right now. Not right? really. Not really. I guess it's a yes and no. I was addicted to buying DVDs for a while, but this one's at the top of the list. Like, you know, the first step, bro, is admitting it. It can't go. It can't go wrong. It's got a couple stupid points, but even the stupid points make us laugh. Like on the stupid fucking level, I would definitely give this a six point nine out of ten. 69, dude! I struggled with the 5.5 rating. This is a big A for me. This is a movie, like, if you want to laugh, like, this is going to be one of those ones that might get pulled out by me. I'm going to give it a passing grade. All right, Corey. So I want you to give a rating in kind of the way that we rate it, and then give your own rating like you would if this was the Big Dumb Movie Podcast, where you get to pick your own rating, anything you choose. On your rating scale, it would definitely be Own It. I love this movie so much. I, I don't know. I'm big, dumb movie. I'd probably give it like four and a half out of five stars. Show the VHS of it right now. <laughs> I love this movie so much. Like you, Alex, I, I saw it when I was a kid. It's like one of those movies, like there's a lot of them like this that are just like ingrained in my DNA because of like how much I've watched it. Where so much of the movie is, it's like playing in my head before the scene even comes up. When you know, you're born, my good brother? Well. 86. 86. So you're the same age as my man Hus. This is so fucking awesome because, like, childhood things are so nostalgic to us. Oh, and yeah. that's what becomes subjective, right? Is yeah. what nostalgic to you? What did you appreciate at that age? Because these are the things. Like, okay, if I needed to get a new job right now, I needed to be a fucking solar panel roofer. I could study this bitch for two or three weeks, take the test. But if it was like a job all of a sudden that needed to be like Ninja Turtles trivia, I'd be like, oh, I'll apply. <laughs> because it's something that's ingrained in me. You know what I mean? It's nostalgic. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like how you guys just bur- bursted in here when I was making like a fucking epic point, at least in my version. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But that's why this is one of those movies. That it can't go wrong in my eyes. It's so nostalgic to me. Like even the final song, like I, I get goosebumps listening to that because I just remember. Play the game and show me the goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> I remember rocking out to that as I don't know, a wee type, a young mustache. You were a young mustache. Oh yeah, it was super young. It was always on TV. Peacock you were a young shouted, stubble. Peacock shouted out earlier. It was always on TV back in the day. Seemed like it was on TV more than the original one was. Hey, Ricky. Yep. And I, to finish my point, I guess, I I really like how the first movie, like, ends with the question of how do Bill and Ted shape the future society in such a big way? And then the end of this movie answers that question, right? It's not answered at any point in the movie prior until the very end. We actually see what it means. And it's because Denomalos has broadcast them all over the world. They essentially save the world. They play this song 
and it creates world peace because everyone loves them for one saving the world and for two their music oh my fucking god this is crazy bro i just got hit with a mushroom epiphany bro let's hear it are y'all ready for this let's hear it we're all terrible people (laughs) (laughs) oh man god man rock and roll the, uh, they have the, it's all the uh, what's it called the newspaper articles the magazine headlines and the one that i liked where it was like uh, i gotta be a better person man wild stallions is is gonna break up Dow please Jones become that man or something i like am that. emmanuel i'm the word of god i should live up to it <laughs> and then the next magazine article is the stallions breakup was a hoax dow jones is up 20 percent or like something like that my favorite one is Heresy! they go to tour the Middle East and that's how peace is resolved in the Middle East because they're touring there. And I think it's just like little pieces of information like that just show so cool. how they impact the world. They can solve it for a thousand years, man. You know what I like about Bogus Journey compared to Excellent Adventure? Because I do like this one a lot more than Excellent Adventure. It's that this one is very distinctly 90s and the other one is very distinctly 80s. Despite them only being a few years apart, I think they really captured their era very well. Yeah. And I do the first one as well, but yeah, I don't know. It's always, maybe it's just because everything is about them. Because I, I know it is, obviously, it's about their whole adventure of everything, but a lot of the other characters that are in there. Just every everybody else in there is uh, there, there's a lot of roles in there. Yeah, maybe we'll just get some final words and uh, we'll get ready to get up out of here because uh, yeah, man, this was this is an awesome show though. It really was. I'm glad that you recommended it, Corey, because this is one of my faves. The Code Man. Hell yeah, Corey, I'll have to come on again, buddy. Hold on for ten for ten thousand points. Where was the Code Man reference from? Step by step. The code man. Day by day. Step by step. Day this is the by day. Day by day. Step by step. Slide over. Oh yeah. Hair. Hair. You, remember, you, remember, you remember that Nelson? You the remember that? Way go. Did what? you hear him? He was gigging. All right, let's go ahead and wrap this up, guys. Man, this was this is an awesome show. Awesome movie. Appreciate everyone who is rocking with us in the chat. Corey, Nelson, Bogey, appreciate you guys for rocking. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Corey. It was a pleasure, buddy. Thank you so much for having me. It's been Mm -hmm. a lot of fun podcasting with you guys again. First time with Nelson. You're like our stepbrother. (laughs) Code man. (laughs) Man, Corey, remind everybody where to find you at and follow you and everything you got going with the pod. You can find me anywhere you listen to podcasts, Big Dumb Movie, also on YouTube, audio only. Again, check out some of the episodes. Check out the episode with Alex on Kazam. I've also been doing some stuff recently. I have The Nutty Professor coming out soon, so look forward to that. He said shout out your co-host, too. Oh, I got a rotating crew of people. Review Dude Josh is on my podcast all the time. Steve. Oh, okay, my bad. Okay, I thought that was like a main call. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I like to have guests that are available, whoever can make it and whoever can set up the right time with me likes to join. And I think we had a lot of really good ones. Are you just looking for the biggest and the dumbest out there? The biggest and dumbest people. Because I'm right here, bro. 
Bill and Ted. I am right here before you. <laughs> you bring me on an episode, bro. All right, Bogey's <laughs> up next. that you ever meet. <laughs> Nelson, remind everybody where to find you at. You can find me on Instagram. This is Nelson Tynes. Search that. And you'll find me right away in my nice red shirt. YouTube. I got some, a couple demo reels and some film montage of some theatrical work. And some commercial montages and stuff. So you see some of my acting on YouTube. And you see some snippets of stuff on Instagram. But yeah, that's me. Oh, yeah. And Facebook. I'm on a minimal basis. But I'm just getting that started up again. I just want to yeah. say something I've never said before. I appreciate working with you, Nelly. You are a real dude, and I fucking love that we do this pod with you, bro. All right, man. I, I respect Give that. Give me a ding. Percent. Appreciate it. And Nelly went viral. We posted the video. You're a real dude, man. It's not just a job. You actually enjoy what you do. You have a passion for it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I really you appreciate that you rock with us, bro. Because I'm an artist myself, and I'm not just giving me a ding. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying, I really appreciate that, man. And yeah, Absolutely, man. Uh, it's seen and paid in full went viral. I posted that over there to promote our podcast that we did last year. And the video got 115,000 views. He's a cool dude, bro. I think that right there just shows like how cool Nelson is, at least. More Hollywood than Nelson, bro. We love Yes, Nelson. you are, Boogie. That is true. <laughs> no, you don't get back, man. You don't get back. It's a little late, but you can do to get back. But yeah, we love the scene that you were in, Nelson. And hopefully now you get to read all the comments and stuff that are on there. And uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Awesome. You're a part of a fucking epic cultural moving movie. Well, maybe bro. what we should do, or what we can do, some other scene. It's not paid in full. Oh, we're going to get more. That's let's... what we're going to do in Vegas. We're going to get more. Yeah, we're going to do paid in full when you guys come to Vegas August 18th, 19th, and 20th. Because, Alex, and, you know what? I can also send you. I have footage of all the work I've done. I can send you some stuff. Like when I did this. Oh, my God. Stuff. There we'll, it is. We'll throw that up there and you see if it goes viral or whatever it is that you do. Because you're the magical poster, man. We're going we're gonna to keep Listen, this flowing. bro. No, bro. You know this, to do this it. Your, your life do is like magical, you, man. bro. Listen, bro. Your life is magical, bro. I don't do it like you. We met. Listen, bro. We Before we man. met you, we loved your work already, bro. <laughs> We have been referencing you. This is the universe. The universe. Yeah, All thanks right. to my brother Marty. Yeah, that's true. On that note, we're going to get up out of here. We'll see you tomorrow for the Wake and Bake, and then we'll be back on Monday. And next week, we are doing Any Given Sunday. We are breaking down. Everybody, make sure y'all go and fuck any with that Sunday. big, dumb movie podcast, man. Check the, check the code, man, a.k.a. Corey in them out. You know what I'm they, saying? Check them out. They do long form pods, so their shows are like two. They're right about Ali. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. We will see you next time. Peace out, everybody. Hey guys, have a good weekend. This ain't a dream, we really live this shit. Don't intervene, yo, we with this shit. That's where the most high, we the most live.